Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is uh, Jim Gregg, who's president and director of Benchmark Metals, who are a mineral exploration company focused on proving and developing the substantial resource potential of Lawyers Gold and Silver Project, located in the prolific Golden Horseshoe area of northern BC in Canada. Uh, Jim is a geology, geologist by background and has worked in Africa and Can- Canada over the past 20 years uh, plus. Um, and he's going to tell us more about Benchmark Metals um, and what they've been up to, plus much more. So that's welcome, Jim, to the podcast. How are you doing, Jim? Very well. Thanks for having us, Rob. No, and I appreciate your time as well. Um, so, yeah, I wondered if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, about your career, as I mentioned, that you've worked in um, Africa and Canada. You may have worked in other other countries as well. That's all I uh, found on you. Um, so yeah, just wanted to tell us a little bit about your career, uh, and then obviously I've got a number of questions I want to ask you around the uh, benchmarks. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a 25 year veteran, probably over 25 years now. So that explains where the bulk of my hair went, uh, lost through mining. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, myself and partners and team, uh, we're all an exceedingly good technical group. Um, we've been involved in some very large discoveries through the year. Uh, we've also been in the position where we can attract capital to put these new discoveries into production. Um, most of my time, in fact, about 110% of my time is spent at our, our new flagship company called Benchmark Metals, which is gold and silver in northern Canada. Excuse me, but more recently and, and, and through the last cycle, I was involved with another company called Keegan Resources. And Keegan went from a new discovery in West Africa, uh, trading at about 25 cents. And through discovery and proving up more ounces, it went to well over $9. So created some um, great wealth for investors. Um, and at the end of that path, we actually put the mine into production. So Excuse me. One one of the many good stories that um, our our myself and team and colleagues have been involved with, and um, it's a uh, it's a testament to the same type of skill set that's now attributed to Benchmark Metals. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's some uh, obviously good figures on uh, the uh, African uh, resource with uh, Keegan Resources, which I now know is a is it a set a, a Senko. Gold. That's that's correct. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, some great uh, great results there, and obviously great share price. Um, so I just wondered if you can um, give us an overview of what Benchmark Metals is all about. Yeah. So Benchmark is a it's a gold and silver developer. We're quickly moving towards production. Uh, last year we provided um, near three million ounces of gold and silver in three open pits. But since that uh, resource from last year, we've drilled near 100,000 meters, and we're on the verge of disseminating an updated resource estimate. Um, This resource, the new one, should be much larger, more robust, 
and will have almost entirely all ounces in the measured and indicated category. So we've really de-risked the project with tight drill spacing, and now we're showing you know, very good quality ounces, uh, the majority of which will be mineable in open pits. And following that resource estimate, which is, by the way, it's imminent in the next two weeks, we will have a preliminary economic assessment. And this new PEA is our first maiden economic and engineering study. And that should provide all the metrics and numbers to show that this is a very profitable endeavor. So there, there's some big milestones in the next two months. Uh, we have 16 million Canadian in the Treasury, and these funds will go towards advancing the project further right through to the end of 2022. And the third big milestone to come here is a feasibility study in early 2023. So roughly, um, you know, nine months from now, nine, 10 months, uh, we'll be at a decision to put shovels in the ground. That is a go-to mine decision at feasibility level. So, um, you know, we're rapidly advancing this, this story. Um, we also have a number of uh, majors that are reviewing us. Uh, one of them was involved in the equity raise that we did December of last year. Yamana Gold now owns a position of the company. So that validates the project and the management having a, um, a major mining company take part in an equity position. Um, the company... Uh, currently has a 3 million ounce 43101 compliant resource uh, with an updated mineral resource estimate coming out shortly. Um, can you give us some guidance on what uh, what we should expect? Yeah, I would anticipate um, a, a new resource that is north or over 3.5 million ounces. Um, we've been giving um, a range of 3.5 to 4 million ounces. Uh, we're quite confident on, on that number. So this is a large expansion from the previous resource. But, but I think that the more important takeaway here is the quality of the gold and silver ounces because they're in a much higher category. They're in measured and indicated, um, which, which can be used in the feasibility study for next year. So we've de-risked this project with very tight drill spacing. Uh, can you tell us about the quality? Sure. So the average drill hole is in the neighborhood of um, 15 to 20 meter spacing. Um, and what that does is provide good consistency of mineralization uh, at depth and along strike. Uh, the larger the gaps that you have in drilling, uh, the less um, you're not able to prove the consistency in the grade. But because we're within 15 meters, um, it shows very good consistency at surface and at depth. And this is a number that um, moves us above um, comparable companies. Measured and indicated is, is, a, is a rewarding number for the quality of these ounces. Um, yeah, and I wondered if you can, um, I suppose, compare, uh, tell us a little bit about how this project compares to some of the other projects that you've been involved in over your career. And obviously as a geologist, um, you could probably compare the resource with other projects that you've been involved in? Yeah, there's, um, you know, the, the average grade of open pit uh, resources um, in North America is uh, about one gram per ton. Uh, that's, excuse me, that's gold equivalent. But we're actually averaging um, well over 1.5 grams. Our last resource was 1.6 grams. So just this just speaks to the, the high grade nature of these open pits. 
Um, it is a world-class scope and scale size, uh, very large deposits. Um, and I think the opportunity here for investors looking at benchmark is that uh, our average grade is much higher um, than the other developers. Uh, we are in a tier one jurisdiction. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we will continue on this path by showing high grade open pitable material. Um, following the updated mineral resource estimate, uh, and the company expects to re release a preliminary um, economic assessment, what should investors expect from that? Uh, the, the PEA uh, will provide some robust numbers and payback periods. Um, and what's helping with this PEA is we have two core zones in the open pits that have plus two gram material at the center. And those are right at surface. So these two core zones will be mined in the opening years. And that will greatly assist with the payback period and the NPV and IRR. So I would anticipate, um, you know, close to a 15 year mine life. Um, and a very reasonable capex to put this into production. Um, can't comment on all the numbers because uh, we haven't published or seen the PEA yet, uh, but it's it's about two months away from now. And I think um, we will not uh, under deliver. I think the metrics on this PEA will surprise. Um, and what will the drill campaign this year focus on? Yeah, so this year we're drilling approximately 30,000 meters. Um, a portion or perhaps about half of that drilling will go towards uh, further defining the current resource. And then we'll have uh, approximately 15,000 meters that will go towards more exploration drilling. Uh, this week we announced some drill numbers on a new target. Um, this is a new discovery area and we'll focus more on areas like that to show that there's multiple satellite deposits outside of the heart of the property. So truly, um, Benchmark is aiming towards a 5 million ounce total um, for the project in mind, but that's going to take another one or two years to get to that level. But certainly um, with a resource last year of near 3 million ounces, we're already at a world-class type of scope and scale mine. Um, for those that are not necessarily familiar with mining in Canada, uh, obviously this podcast goes out to... Um, over 170 countries around the world. Um, I wonder if you just tell us a little bit more about the, the, the jurisdiction, the area, um, and also what the First Nations relationships are like. Sure. So our region in Northern Canada is proven and prolific. Um, we're surrounded by companies like Newcrest Mining, Newmont, uh, Freeport McMurroy, and Sentara Gold. Uh, these are world-class mining endeavors. Um, and within this region, there's been over um, $5 billion in merger and acquisition activity. So this goes to speak to why these majors are in the area. They're buying companies like Benchmark. They're looking at replacing new ounces, um, but they are doing it in Canada because it's it's got a safe rule of law. You understand the tax structures. And there's no issues like you see in some less developed countries where they repatriate the mines. Um, you take full ownership of these properties and um, the geology is such that uh, the mining endeavors are very profitable. Um, on the First Nations, Rob, um, I can say we've, we've signed several First Nation agreements uh, with our partners in this region. 
Um, they're working with us through exploration to development. Um, they're looking for generational type jobs and economic benefits. Um, and key to this is that it's all done in a sustainable manner. So we, we've got some very good close relationships with our First Nation partners. Uh, with uh, Yamana uh, being a, a strategic investor and Royal Gold owning the royalty um, on the Lorna's project, um, do you see the uh, path to production through one of these companies um, or perhaps is it uh, they're more or is there something else happening or remains to be seen? No, I think um, there, there are multiple major mining companies looking in this region and they're looking to take over companies like Benchmark um, to generate new mining endeavor, endeavors and uh, continue with their mine feed through the years. Um, it's very clear there's been a number of uh, takeover targets um, and successful acquisitions over the last five years. Uh, the Yamana ownership it helps validate the project, certainly, and the management. Um, but they started with an initial um, 4% equity stake in the company. Um, and we've heard that perhaps they have increased that with open market buying, um, but we will not know until their financials are published. Uh, but certainly, Yamana Gold is an active um, company looking to acquire new companies, um, but especially looking to acquire an interior one safer jurisdiction. Um, the feasibility is expected in uh, uh, Q1 of next year, as you've mentioned. Um, what do you think the company could look like then? The feasibility uh, study uh, work is happening as we speak on this. We're performing a lot of technical work uh, get to get towards feasibility. Um, at the feasibility level, you once again reduce the risk on the project because the, the metrics and the technical and the engineering efforts are more defined. Um, at that feasibility study decision next year, um, that is at the point where we begin our environmental impact assessments and start the mine permitting process to actually begin production. So this is a, a line in the sand with the feasibility and it sets us to a path of producing gold and silver in 2025. Um, and also, obviously, we're, we're recording this in May 2022. Um, looking at the comparable uh, comparable companies, uh, Benchmark Metals is clearly undervalued. Um, so I wonder what your thoughts are around, uh, around that at this particular time. Yeah, I think there's um, an opportunity for investors to get into this company because there will be a re-rating with these milestone events that are on the horizon. Um, a larger and more, ro more robust resource estimate followed by a prelim preliminary economic assessment will adjust the market cap of the company. And we're actually trading below our peers as we speak on a per ounce basis. Um, benchmarks, um, we're getting value at, at about $47 per ounce for our, our previous resource estimate. Um, but the average for comparable companies in North America is 72. Um, so we're well below our peers, and that does not account for a new resource that is weeks away. So, you know, at some point, fundamentals kick in, and there's realization from uh, the financial community that we're undervalued. And I, I think we're right at that point in time now. Uh, the market cap 
will move and set accordingly to other comparable companies. And as a conclusion, um, I just wonder what the outlook is for Benchmark for the remainder of the year. Um, and also wondered if you had any sort of last thoughts. Yeah, I think we're, we're in a very good environment um, on, on just last thoughts here. Um, gold and silver um, have extremely good structural support for an increase. Uh, gold's about $1,800.50 an ounce U.S., I think there's every opportunity for that to lift uh, near the end of this year. And it's all based on cost inflation, worldwide debt, and this geopolitical risk that you see around the globe. Um, those are all contributing factors that um, make gold a safe haven asset. Um, and our path line here along this year is, um, you know, there's 16 million in the treasury. Uh, we're working towards the feasibility study for early next year. Um, but there's two big events just around the corner here, and one of them is that updated mineral resource estimate and then a PEA. And both those events happen in the next two months. So there, there is an opportunity for a re-rating and a lift in the stock. Um, that's why you should be looking at acquiring some of the benchmark, no question. And, and I can say that management has been actively buying, um, and uh, we will continue to do so. Yeah. Um, just lastly on that then, what yeah, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about the management team. Sorry, can you repeat that, Rob? So, yeah, uh, obviously you mentioned uh, uh, the management has been um, buying, buying shares. I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about the management team. Sure. So the, the management team, um, directors, um, board, um, and even close associates and consultants, um, we all own a, a large position in Benchmark. Um, we're somewhere between 10 and 15% overall ownership in Benchmark. Uh, we've always contributed in the various financings through uh, inception in 2018. Uh, but you do see us on, an, on occasion buying in the open market as well. Okay, that's great. That's good to hear. Uh, Jim, really appreciate your time in uh, sharing, the, sharing us, give us an update on the Benchmark. Um, and obviously, looks like there's exciting things ahead and in the obviously near future um so um really appreciate your time and perhaps you can come on the the podcast later this year and uh give us an update on obviously some of the some of the the pef and the uh obviously updates on on what on your findings so um if our audience wants to reach out to you and they have any questions how can they go about doing that yeah they can visit um, our website at benchmarkmetals.com um, and uh, my email address is is splattered across our west our our website. But uh, feel free to contact me. It's just Jim G at BenchmarkMetals.com. No worries. We can include that in the the show notes, uh, which accompany the podcast as well. So um, very good. Yeah, wish you uh, wish you all well for the rest of this year, Jim. Um, and for those that are listening, I appreciate if you can uh, share this episode, uh, especially especially those in Canada, but obviously others outside of Canada as well. Uh, appreciate if you can share this episode uh, amongst uh, your colleagues and others in the industry um, so we can get this uh, podcast out further afield and across uh, more people within the 170 countries that, we, uh, that this podcast goes out to. So um, appreciate your continued support. Uh, all the best, Jim. And until next time, Happy mining. Thank you for listening. 
Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry. Thank you.